Hey everybody, this is one half of your host Matt with Talk About Spooky. I just want to say thank you for tuning into our pilot episode and I wanted to address an issue that we had with the service that we were using to record this show. Unfortunately, when we would talk over each other, the audio would get really diminished and we didn't really know until after we had already recorded the episode and going back to edit it, we realized that the quality was not that great. So I hope that this doesn't hinder you from listening to us in the future because we have found a source that we can use to get you the best audio possible with the greatest content. Content. Now, onto the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat as we talk about things that will make you think. When your parents said there's no monsters under your bed, that all things spooky are just in your head. Join us as we explore all things strange, the mysteries and tales that can't be explained. From UFOs, cryptids, ghouls, and goblins. Men in Black Witches, Bigfoot, and Dogmen, digging deep to find the truth. Some truths may be hard to believe, some might even leave you loopy, but the truth is solely what we seek, leaving you saying, talk about spooky. What's going on everybody, thank you for tuning in to the pilot episode of Talk About Spooky. I'm your host Matt. And I'm your host Akama. So the whole purpose of us doing this podcast is basically so that way we can be more involved in the paranormal. So the way that me and Akamu met was back in 2017, we were both in a documentary. We both um, were being interviewed for this documentary. and. I would say like a year passed and I reached out to him and uh, wanted to see if he wanted to collaborate on some investigations. And basically it would just, it just went from there. Um, we have very like-minded views on the paranormal and I think we have the same drive. I feel like it just kind of kicked off from there. That's why we get along so well. And so I figured I like listening to podcasts. He likes talking about creepy shit, so why not, you know, entertain ourselves while we entertain other people, educate people while we're being educated, and also giving people a platform if they wanted to, to share their stories or or get some advice. So with that being said, this episode is going to be about you getting to know us and what got us into this field. So go ahead and tell everybody what got you started in all this kind of stuff um i guess uh just like any other story it all started when i was about five years old i basically i grew up in hawaii and um it was very clear moonlit uh moonlit night and i usually get up in the middle of the night uh to get a drink of water i get up and uh i open up my door and to kind of paint a picture when you look down the hallway from my bedroom door the opposite side of the hallway is the door to my parents bedroom and about halfway down the left this doorway to the rest of the house and across from now on the right is the bathroom door. So um, because, you know, it was a clear moonlit night, it kind of gave a nice eerie blue glow to uh, the hallway. So your eyes are pretty well adjusted. And I never had a reason to be afraid of the dark, so I never had to turn on the, the light. Right. Um, my main reason is because it was blind to crap on me, and I didn't like that. <laughs> but um, this one particular night, for some reason, I could see my parents' bedroom. So after much, you know, 
trying to adjust my eyes and figure out like what you know I'm blind or something. I looked down at the uh, beam of light coming from the doorway to the rest of the house that came across the floor and realized that there was a gap in the middle. And that's when it dawned on me that somebody was actually standing on my side of the hallway. So I look up, you know, expecting to see my dad. But uh, this thing was a lot taller than my dad. Uh, I would say like a good six and a half feet tall or so. My dad's a solid six foot. But um, and it had a head full of hair, broad shoulders. Um, and even with all the, the light that was illuminated in the hallway and um, my eyes being adjusted to the dark, I couldn't make out any features. It's just straight up plain black, just solid. However, I didn't get any menacing or negative or heavy kind of vibes. It was just kind of present. And I was like, uh, dad? And it didn't say anything. It just stood there, like, looking down. I'm like, okay. So I just kind of backed up, didn't take my eyes off of it, shut the door, and just went back to bed because I forgot what I was doing. And um, ever since then, I've always had experiences. And um, let's see. I would say about... Like 18 years later, or let's say like 15 years later, I started really getting curious as to like what in the world was going on. So I started actually doing research and then I got curious as to if I can actually document it. So I started doing it for myself just to, you know, kind of solve some uh, strange occurrences in the current house I was living in when I was in California. And uh, how old were you then? Um, I, I was pretty much fresh out of uh, high school. So I was about 18 years old. And, um, yeah, so I, you know, I did that and then I joined the military and traveled the world and decided, Hey, I'm going to see what else I could document while I'm like traveling around the world. And after, uh, got laid off from the military, I moved to Virginia to move in with my parents and, uh, met a lady who found out that, you know, I had an interest in this. I, you know, we shared stories and answered some questions of hers just for, you know, pure curiosity and interest in just paranormal. And uh, then she's like, hey, my place is haunted, and I don't know why, and this is what happens, and should I be concerned and stuff? You think you can come over and, you know, document some stuff, maybe try to, you know, figure out what's going on? I said, sure, why not? And pretty much from there is when I actually started doing investigations for people. So for me, I would say that, you know, just like everybody else, it started at a young age, and I remember, like, so clearly the book fairs that we that we had growing up i would always um go get like all the the creepy stuff like uh <clears throat> scary stories to tell in the dark anything that was like creepy and and gory I, I was into how old were you old was i i was probably 10 oh okay that's not too bad <laughs> yeah, these, i'm picturing like a five-year-old <laughs> these book well i could have been these books were oh. in my elementary school oh Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark in my elementary school. Um, I don't remember the book. I know the book had to do something with like ghost hunting or something. And I ripped out a piece of paper from this book. And what it said was it had the definitions of a ghost. So it showed you the difference between a residual haunting and an intelligent haunting. And I remember like I crumbled it up into like a ball and put it into my pocket because I wanted to make it look old and everything. You know, I wanted to be that guy. And I don't know why I took that piece of paper, but I was so young. And I think that that, that was kind of like my starting point was I knew from a very young age that I wanted to, to do something like that. And, you know, I had experiences here and there. Like as a kid, I remember one particular 
moment. Um, I remember I was going to sleep and this happened quite, quite often. I would go to sleep and I would see this dark figure, um, almost like he's sitting Indian style. Couldn't really like make out like a, a body or anything, but it just, that's the way it looked to me. It looked like he was almost sitting Indian style and he would, it would like be like a black mist, like a black cloud. Right. And he would be in the room and I would see red eyes. That's all I can make out. And the only way for me to like describe it at that time were what was to be like, uh, the, 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 the action figure or comic book, whatever you know it by spawn. Um, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I remember seeing this figure and like, it would mock me and everything. And, uh, I would, I told my, um, my nephew's father's mother, the reason why I say it like that is because there, he has no relation to me, um, other than having a kid with my sister, but she's a, um, Wiccan. And when I was really, really young, um, she came up to me and she was like, uh, you see spirits and I'm young, you know, I don't talk to people about this kind of stuff. I'm just, I like horror movies. I'm into that kind of stuff. And I just kind of just let her talk, you know, I really didn't want to talk about it or anything. And she sent me home with a, uh, a dream catcher and I put that up in my room and the dreams, they, they stopped. And so that would probably be my big experience as a child. And through like, uh, like puberty, uh, everything kind of subsided. I didn't really have the drive cause I was, you know, distracted by, yeah (laughs) being popular girls you name it so um all of that kind of just went away for me and um you know like uh once i got out of school and i got out of that environment and i learned who i was because i had my breaking point you know like everybody else once i learned who i was then that's kind of and it's kind of close to around the same age as you like when you it's somewhere like in my early twenties, you know, is when that door opened back up again. And, and now that it's opened back up, it's like, close it. <laughs> well, there is no closing it. You know what I mean? It's just, you just want yeah. to dive head first into it. So go ahead and like, uh, let everybody know your paranormal team, like what it is, what you guys do, your philosophy, the whole nine. All right. Well, um, my team consists of uh, a solid three people right now, um, and we, uh, well, before I talk about what we represent, uh, the team is called Paranormal Coven, and uh, we represent uh, the side of the paranormal uh, world that is unheard or doesn't have much of a voice, um, to clarify. Uh, a lot of paranormal shows have a lot of the same foundation, a lot of that foundation based off of Christianity. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, just saying, you know, that's part of it. But uh, there's also a whole other world out there with many other cultures and other, you know, translations and uh, experiences and uh, interpretations and visuals. You know, it goes on forever. So we represent the rest of that. Uh, we bring forth, you know, uh, new ways to understand the paranormal and, you know, uh, new ways to, um, document and 
communicate and discover and so on and so forth. So you're trying, uh, to, trying to go at it from a different angle is what you're saying. Right. We, we would like to bring something you know, new and educational to the community. For those of you, you know, who, who don't know, who haven't figured it out, you know, by what he just said, he is a practicing witch. Am I correct? Yes, uh, practicing pagan witch. Uh, my pantheon is within the uh, uh, Norse mythology era area. Right. And see, I am the total opposite. You know what I mean? So, but it just goes to show like how open we are because we've investigated like what three or four times together now and haven't had any issues whatsoever you know we don't bring that uh, we don't bring our our views and our religion into it unless we absolutely have to and i think that's kind of like what you, what you're getting at is is you want to take a step back from doing investigations with a um without like a like a christian uh like a, a strict one-way view of it kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I want to expand it out a little bit because, um, you know, if you have an, uh, a Native American hunting, you know, uh, the way to communicate to that spirit or, you know, to help um, pass, it, uh, pass it along or to help uh, rid the spirit, you know, like banish it, whatever, could be different than if you were to communicate to someone who is not Native American and grew up in a very Christian home. You know, you speak to their beliefs you, because when you pass, you're still that person. You're just the free-flowing conscience. You still have all those beliefs. So it's all about communication and uh, it, it's literally just a, a language. It really is, you know, so it's good to learn the multiple languages of the world to be able to better communicate across and deal with different types of paranormal and the thing with paganism uh, as well is it's not just like um it's like an umbrella term for many different beliefs so um yeah t tell me about your group as well like you know i know you have a team um share that with us i started out in 2012 i had a pretty like crazy experience with a group of friends of mine and that moment right there was like the turning point for me when I was like, you know what? I'm tired of having these experiences and I'm tired of, you know, always wanting to do it, but never doing it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a team and we're just going to dive head in. And uh, so I created a group with a bunch of guys that I grew up with. I had some of the best like experiences with them, you know? Um, but of course times change, people change. So uh, the group got bigger, and around, I would say, 2017, it got smaller. So the original people that I started with are no longer a part of what we're doing. And the group that I have now is called Project Paranormal. I didn't want to be um, biased to a certain thing. The group that I had before, we went by Virginia Paranormal Research Society, which was very specific. and. We would go to these places like uh, Rolling Hills Asylum, Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, and we would lucky. always ask, what's that? Oh, I was just like, lucky. Uh, and so we would always get asked, like, why are you guys in Pennsylvania? Or, you know, like, you're out of Virginia. So I really didn't like the name because I felt like we were, you know, stuck in an area. I just felt very stuck with the group. 
and it didn't really make sense our goal what we were doing we didn't know what we were doing at the time so we were just kind of looking at other groups and and getting influence from them we as a whole decided to come up with the name project paranormal because the the definition of that defines exactly what we are um our job is to go in and document paranormal activity uh that's it you know we don't put a a banner up and and tell people you know who are you going to call project paranormal we don't we don't we don't we don't do that you know that's not our main goal our main goal is to just strictly do, uh document paranormal activity and i would call myself like a like a mediocre filmmaker so everything that i've done it's all been self-taught and you know we're growing as a group and i'm growing as a person you know learning how to do this stuff and i'm thankful for the team that i have because they all share the same drive that i have but in a different manner and they're they're totally backing me you know they're they're basically uh without them there is no me and i'm thankful for them for giving me the canvas to create something that that we can look back on you know and that other people watch for entertainment and we don't claim to be something that we're not you know when <clears throat> i get a call about a residential investigation i don't tell them I can fix your problem. I don't tell things over the phone, you know, that. It's too much um, to be responsible for. It. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that, that's exactly how I look at it. And I look at a lot of these people as being very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very uh, just neglectful of other people's feelings. They're too prideful and they want to, they want to tell people they can do this and do that. But at the end of the day, they're, they're giving a lot of false hope. You know, so I tell these people, you know, my, my I'm a normal person just like you. I have a normal nine to five. You know, I just happen to be really into this paranormal shit. And, you know, I have the only thing I have. Uh, um, the only thing I have above you is experience. That's it. I mean, that's a whole lot. But but that's all I have, you know. And so I tell these people, you know, if it's something that that is not living that never lived, I can't help you, you know, because I'm not that person. I, I'm not a demonologist. I'm not a priest. I'm not a shaman. I'm not a, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm none of those people. My job solely is to document paranormal activity. And whatever activity I document, then then I know, you know, this is what I need to do to help this this homeowner. But one thing I do do is I always tell them, if you call me and you accept me into your home to do this, one thing I will never do is I will never abandon you. I will always be available, you know, whether it's you just need to call somebody to tell them what's going on, you know, I'll be there for you. And, and I and I think that that's what separates us from from a, from a lot of people is we're really cut and dry, no bullshit, you know, and that's that's our purpose. You know, we we put out a we put out a documentary about uh, York, PA. It was a total fluke, you know. A lot of people wouldn't do that. They would just, oh, it's very unprofessional. Don't, don't post that. No, I, I, I bashed her because I paid money for it, and and she's using people, you know, up there, to just to get a quick buck. So. Yeah. Speaking of documentaries, I know you actually, uh, as you said, you have, uh, um, you self-taught yourself, uh, like video editing and such. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube, yes, that is the number one go-to for how-tos. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that, I saw that documentary. It actually was very impressive. I would have thought you went to film school. <laughs> I appreciate that, dude. Yeah. I'm waiting on I'm waiting to film one right now, you know, but unfortunately um, due to this COVID crap, it's not helping. Yeah. You know. Um question. Um so with your project paranormal name, uh like how did you come up with that? Like what inspired you to what 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 gave you the idea for that? Really, I think we were uh, with the when we came up with it, we were all um, outside of one of our houses and we were just kind of thinking of names, throwing them out. And I wanted something very simple. Uh, a lot of people misuse the word paranormal. They they like to just stick that to, to ghosts. But the true definition of paranormal is anything outside the norm. So that's UFOs, Bigfoot, you know, all kinds of cryptids. It is easy. Yeah, it's A to Z, you know. There's a lot of things that people are minded to, and I wanted to be able to not hinder ourselves. So with with Virginia Paranormal Research Society, I just felt very stuck to to, to the ghost topic spirits instead of being able to have a name that can pull us in any direction. Each place we go to, it's a new journey, it's a new memory, it's it's just fresh new things. So it's our projects, you know. This is us you know we're not trying to be like anybody else you know although everybody has people that they look up to and you know that inspire them i feel like project paranormal signifies us as individuals to where we have a platform to reach out in any direction in the field you know mm. that's just kind of where it came from your name um <laughs> And it's actually kind of kind of a funny story, very simple. But um, so it was on the way to Chicago to visit the family. I had a uh, what was it like a month or so beforehand. Uh, my team and I, uh, one of my team members came up with this because uh, we had a, a pretty basic kind of well, not basic, but like we had like a normal, typical paranormal team. But you know, we felt like there was something missing, and you know, as we were doing these investigations, we were incorporating other new things into um, these investigations, such as what I described what Paranormal Coven's about. So we were like, well, if we got like a totally different, like, you know, approach on this type of, you know, investigation methods and such, um, you know, we should come up with a name that's a little better fitting. So, uh, you know, we're trying to jog some names to, uh, I guess uh, jog some words to kind of inspire some names just weren't getting anywhere with it. So uh, we kind of just put it on the back burner and said, you know, if it comes to us, it comes to us. Well, like a month and a half later, I'm heading up to uh, Chicago with my family. I'm in the back seat. It's like six in the morning and I'm just dead asleep in the back. And uh, <laughs> suddenly I just I, like I, I wasn't thinking about it. I hadn't been thinking about it for a while. Like there's there's I wasn't even dreaming about it. I was just no dreams, nothing, just blank. And uh, suddenly I just like wake up in a cold sweat and go <gasps> paranormal coven. And then all of a sudden I had this visual of like what the logo would look like and such. And I was like, OK. And I just did a quick composition on my phone, sent it out to the team and like, dude, what do you guys think? And it was like a huge hit. So that's what we went with. It was just a random, like, like somebody just hit me in the forehead with a, you know, post-it that said Paranormal Coven. <laughs> Unfortunately, due to the source we were using to record this show, we had lost some audio. So this is the point when we were able to get it back and the conversation resumes. 
we were talking the other day, the only time you would ever use your belief is, is for, you know, defensive purposes. And that's only if something is bothering you or other people, you know, because when, when we went to um, Ramblewood, you know, I remember I brought this up the other day. It, we had the whole incubus crap, you know. That's demonic. That's that's Christian based. So if none of us were Christian, you know, kind of been fucked, you know. <laughs> yeah. One thing I wasn't sure about. Um, I don't think I talked to you guys about when we were there because it was kind of in the moment I was letting you guys do your thing. But um, what I noticed, and I don't know if you got the the film to go back on, just double check. But what I noticed was uh, when a lot was going on, this happens to any paranormal team. Um, I, like, we're familiar with the story of Ramblewood and the one guy who's, like, killing everybody or in the past and now haunts the place. He's just a bad guy. He likes to mess with people. Um, right. So um, one thing I noticed was um, with one of the – when you guys chat to each other, um, somebody said something, and then – the voice box came through with a response to that and then i think it was patricia she you know she was like you know said something about oh my god like if it was an incubus that would have scared me so much or whatever you know or a demon or whatever and it said demon or incubus or whatever you know it responded after right. she had said it and then she said oh my god and it, it kind of like took a whole form there because i believe this guy honestly was taking what you guys were announcing out loud as your fears and using it to pick on you guys so that's why we were actually pretty appalled about it because I noticed, you know, the, the the pattern there. But I was supposed to talk to you guys about it, but there was so much going on. It, you know, usually you want to wait until things calm down a bit, you know, for communication to go. But I think uh, we're overwhelmed with everything else that was happening. We got drawn out. <laughs> oh, for sure. I don't think that it was. It was because I mean, if it was, we would have been in deep shit, and yeah. you know, and. I don't think at all that that's what it was. I think it's yeah. exactly. It would have gotten physical. Like it, it has no problem getting physical. Right. You remember when this was three quarters into the night. Okay. Patricia and Allie go up to the top floor. Mm -hmm. And at this moment, me, you and Dan were just kind of hanging out, trying to keep warm, you know, basically. Yeah. Oh my God, it was so cold. And we were bullshitting. And I pulled out a video of, and if anybody knows about this, they will agree. Um, Nick Groff, one of his million freaking shows that he does, okay? Uh -huh. Show that he was doing, and he was filming at Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Yep. Very familiar with that place. I've been locked in it for over 16 hours. Um, and there's a, there's a video of this smoke that's what it looks like it looks like smoke that appears down this hallway and it starts to form into uh looks like an humanoid. alien a, a humanoid yeah but it looks like an alien and it's just so creepy the way that it moves it slithers falls across the floor right yeah it's like uh an inchworm it's freaking weird yeah. bro is it's it called creepers or something like that yeah yeah. Okay. If you if you've any if anybody has ever like looked up uh, the Russian sleep experiment, the picture that's always oh, yeah. the picture that's always linked to it, that's what I think of when I see that. So I, I saw this and it's just always stuck in my head because I'm like I've sat in that spot multiple times. Creep me the hell out. 
And it, to me, it's like some of the most profound. Oh, God. Sorry, I just looked it up. <laughs> so, oh, so, God. Yeah. <laughs> I showed Adam, I was like, or, or Akamu, I showed him and I was like, um, look at this. This is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. This is probably the best evidence I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just, you know, bullshit. And he's like, man, that's really creepy. And I don't remember how the word succubus got brought up. Mm-hmm. But me and you were talking about something. We weren't, it wasn't even anything like, I, I can't remember why we brought it up, but we had brought it yeah. up. But this is when the girls were upstairs. And oh, then when, yeah, right. Right. And then when they finally come back down and we're all sitting in the room, everybody's exhausted at this point. So mm-hmm. Dan over here, you know, the spirits are communicating through the spirit box or the ovulus talking about breakfast and all this stuff and party. So Dan's, you know, trying to have a good time with the spirits. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Patricia's like in and out of it, you know, talking about breakfast and this and that. And it's just so crazy when you go back and you look at the stuff, you don't realize what was happening. And I mean, from the very beginning, I don't know if you went back and you watched the whole thing, but from, yeah, the, very, that part, yeah. from the very beginning, because there's two parts because there's so much crap that happened. Yeah, there, there was. I, I was watching while I was on lunch break at work. <laughs> yeah. So from the very beginning, it it seems like <laughs> there's something that is warning us. That is warning us that something is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember right off the top of my head like certain things, but I just remember that that was what it was leading up to. And we were down in the basement with the crawl space when we first started. And um, we were like saying like, how powerful are you? You know, this and that, yada, yada, yada. Um, and it said um, that the ovulus said sick or something like that. Well, when my part of the group finally went down into the basement, I got sick to my stomach and mm-hmm. I had to leave. Not thinking in the moment that that was probably like a premonition type of thing, you know, yeah. that, um, like it was, it knew what it was going to do. And when we were all up there in the room and everybody was, you know, um, tired and just kind of, it was the closing night of everything. I swear to you, I wish I could plug the audio. I can plug the audio. So I will plug the audio because this is, this is, uh, this is going to be edited. So plug in right here. <laughs> what? Wait. Among. Are you among us right now? That'd be great. We'd love to have you here. Are you here with us? Is that what you what you're saying? You're among us right now. You're among us right now. You're among us right now. So what you hear is, is it's like um, there's a voice. Like I think you said you saw something or something like that. Yeah. Of. Uh, the room we were in and then i was and i was like did you hear that and i swear on everything there's a voice that says it's coming (laughs) and it says it's coming that's when everything after that started and that's when dan we got the name um nina nina we got the name nina and dan looked it up and he and he said a definition and the definition meant like absolutely nothing 
And then he said the like the Greek or Roman definition, and, and it was for like uh, nine months pregnant. It was like uh, the goddess of uh, like pregnancy yeah. or something. And I swear to you, I've never captured anything like this on camera before. His water bottle moves. It doesn't just move forward. It moves forward and then to the side. That's you can awesome. see everybody in frame. Nobody's touching it. Okay. <laughs> and then I and then and then it says incubus. You mm. know, and then that's when things were starting to go downhill. And we heard the thing move on the table. Um, you know, and, and blah blah blah. But I think because we were just we were just so drained, like we didn't want to just pursue it. And at that point, you know, we were like, if it's if it's this bad, we don't we don't want to fuck with it anymore, you know? And uh I think the whole night that 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 is, I think the entity that is there, he's a trickster because there's a moment where when we try to go through that door in the attic, uh, Mm -hmm. we heard a voice say uh, it's stuck and it's Mike's voice. Mike's the caretaker there. I think that that spirit is very good at manipulating itself to where it doesn't get targeted. It doesn't get caught. And people are distracted by the evidence they captured instead of going after him they're they're consumed by the evidence that they captured but yeah um if anybody has any stories or anything like that that they want to share whether it be uh through email through like um text or if somebody wants to record their their story and send it over uh we are a brand new podcast so we are in the developing stages we have a Facebook, we have a YouTube for future endeavors. Facebook's going to kind of be the place where everybody can um, catch up with us. A lot of our content is going to be posted there. And a lot of our exclusive content, I feel like, will we'll be posted there just because it's easy. But if anybody has like any stories or any suggestions or anything you know, that they want to share, our email is talkaboutspooky at gmail.com. So it's the show name at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I think from here, we're just going to kind of come up with topics and try not to be so uh, new. <laughs> not, no, not, not <laughs> to be like, so like, like instead of like to say, okay, we're going to talk about ghosts. Instead of doing <laughs> that, we're going to be like topic based. So like for some reason in my mind, I've been thinking a lot of like, we should talk about the Blair Witch Project. You know, oh, yeah, dude, I got some. <laughs> I got some material. <laughs> dive into a specific topic and and just, you know, suck it dry for what it is and and kind of go about it from there. So so basically you're going to be on a ride with us, you know, because I'm a paranormal investigator. He's a paranormal investigator. You're going to hear about our stories. Our experiences. Right. And then we're going to hopefully have some people on like. You could always bring on some of your team members, you know, and, and we could talk, have like a round table and um, yeah, just talk about creepy shit and just cool. try to come to the bottom of everything. And hopefully everybody is, you know, enjoying it and it is along for the ride. And if you have any suggestions or anything, feel free to reach out to us. And uh, yeah. All right. Anything else to say? Uh, No, not really. I think this, uh, if the segment went pretty well, um, 
definitely covered a lot of material in the amount of time that we had. For sure. Yeah, we're going to try to do it regularly, like uh, twice a month or something like that, maybe once a month. We'll just see how it goes. You know, it's new. And yeah. Supply and demand, you know. So we're just doing yeah. this for shits and giggles because we like talking to each other and we like weird shit. And yeah, so if people like it, we'll keep doing it. All right. We will talk to you next time. Catch you back on Talk About Spooky. No part of the show can be reproduced anywhere without the permission of the host, Matt and Adam, from Talk About Spooky. Copyrights reserved.